The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the State of Search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Bondenveld and Roy Hoiskies. Good evening. Welcome to a live episode of the State of Search Radio Show on Webmaster Radio. Um, we are back on uh, live because last week we were at AFU uh, Munich, me and Roy, which was fun. And Roy is also back home. Hey, Roy. Hey, boss. How's everything? This is pretty busy at the moment. Pretty busy. That's that's a good thing. Okay, we have a, a great guest today, and uh, our guest today is somebody who's been on the show before. And uh, on that at that moment of time, we didn't actually we, we haven't hadn't actually met in person. We have now because he was also at SES London a few months ago, and uh, it's uh, Mr. Raven Tool, so to speak, John Henshaw. Hey, John. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing Talk really good. Welcome back on the show. It's good to yeah. have you. Yeah, and uh, I enjoyed meeting you uh, in Roy back at uh, SES London. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that was fun. We had, we had uh, uh, random talks about all kinds of fun things, <laughs> and uh, I guess now we get to pick up where we left off. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably SEO chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was yeah at that party. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> in a party you did, which which SEO chicks organized uh, back then. Um, somebody actually uh, tweeted out Julie Joyce this afternoon. I think over was it uh, was um, no Annabelle Hodges. She had one of the greatest ones um, quotes about SEO chicks. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Setting well, take the your SEO. Time. Take your time. Yeah. Uh, she said, SEO chicks setting the SEO blue blog cute rating standards since 2007, uh, which kind of makes sense. All women there. They actually had a guy on um, tw- uh, blogging on SEO chicks uh, at SMX London. Did you know that? I did. I remember that. It's the first time ever. And it was Sam Murray, who was also a state of search blogger. And they dressed him up as a girl. Uh, on, on a picture with a wig and everything, and he wore a SEO Chicks t-shirt and I think the wig also to SMX so that they could actually pull it off that there was a guy riding for them and another girl. Anyway, that was fun. That was uh, kind of not uh, really serious talk. <laughs> um, so, John, how are things at Raven Tools? You had a quite a great um, um, announcement this week, right? Yeah, week, so, actually. yeah, and, and, uh, and you guys actually, uh, it ended up uh, had a little rumor and got it right. So uh, we yeah. we uh, launched Google Webmaster Tools integration, and uh, that was pretty exciting. And we've we've had a lot of people asking for that for some time now, and uh, it's just it's a really nice add-on because people can easily uh, see 
different errors that are going on with their site. Uh, the thing I like the most about it is we can bring in relevant keywords that, and that's Google telling you uh, the keywords that they're finding relevant with your site, and then you can pull that into our keyword manager, push it to the SERP tracker. So, um, yeah, we we lost that, and that, that went really well. Right. Was uh, I I was surprised that uh, I liked the feature, but I was surprised at how um, enthusiastic the reactions were. Don't get me wrong. As I said, I, I like the feature, but there were some people actually screaming out that you were I don't know God in heaven, something like that. <laughs> yeah, there, there were some who were really. There were some people who were very excited, uh, maybe more excited than, than me. I don't know, um, <laughs> but you know, I think it might have something to do with. Uh, it's every time you set up a new site or you're managing several sites, you have to go to all these different places. And, and so, you know, our big thing is about efficiency. So what that means is if, if somebody's using our software, they can manage, they can be managing one site or a hundred sites. And now they don't have to actually go to Google webmaster tools to add a new site. They don't have to go there to verify uh, their site. Uh, they can do it all inside of Raven, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, it's just all in one place. So it's just one less place you have to navigate to because it's it's on top. You know, it's it's built into our platform. In uh, in, in my post, I wrote about um, when I picked up on the rumor. I, I wrote that well, it seems like every tool now uh, likes to integrate as much stuff stuff together as possible to keep people uh, in that one place where they can do everything. Right. Um, does that mean you think that there will be less tools in the future? That we will have four uh, or five? I don't know. Big tools? Um, our, you know, our approach has been uh, we're trying to integrate what we think are standards in the industry, things that people, uh, basically companies and services that have been created that uh, have been well accepted or incredibly useful for a campaign. And so our approach is to integrate it, but not, you know, get rid of that. And so, you know, in, in some cases, the people who use our software, they're looking for all of those things under one roof. Uh, however, uh, at the same time, you know, APIs don't do everything. And on top of that, there are people who do very specific tasks. And so uh, going outside just to that particular service directly to them to actually use that service may make more sense. And then since APIs don't, always provide everything, uh, you can't do everything inside of our platform. So you have to go to that software. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I am, I mean, I'm sort of seeing that there's, where I'm seeing it has to do more with, with Google APIs. And so uh, that's something we've done. It's something a lot of other people have done, which is bringing in GA, um, their API, bringing in AdWords API. So it's, uh, a lot of it's around Google. It'll be interesting to see how many people kind of, follow through with with services unrelated to you know that BMF. Mm. Aren't you afraid that they'll pull out APIs? I know Google dropped a few which were not related to you guys, but they dropped a few a couple of weeks ago. Actually, they dropped, dropped many. Yeah, yeah, they dropped several. Uh, you know, it, the ones that we're using are ones that it's highly unlikely that they would do that. And it's something that has been integrated into a lot of other, you know, software as a service offerings. And so, uh, you know, Google Webmaster Tools, I would be surprised if they would pull that out. It has been in labs for a while, but I would be surprised that they would they would actually get rid of that. The, the one where they pulled a gotcha, uh, you know, something that actually 
sort of you know hurt us and hurt other people uh, were I don't know like two three years ago, which is when they essentially deprecated their rankings API. So you know back in the day before even Raven existed, they actually created a, a, a search API which you could get rankings for, and it was legitimate. And uh, and then they. Uh, and, and the idea around that was everybody thought that they were going to come out with a commercial version. So you could have something for basic use and then you could actually you know, pay them for something. It makes sense. It makes sense to everybody else, but apparently didn't end up making sense to them. Um, they ended up not even working on the API for something like a year or two. I mean, they didn't tell anybody. Uh, they then came out with their Ajax API, which has also since been uh, deprecated. And so... You know, basically, the only way you can get ranking results now is you know through uh, software and I guess you know scraping and everything else like that. So there there is no way uh, to get that, and it's and it's it's frustrating because the entire industry wants that data and feels like they need that data, um, but they're doing you know everything they can to discourage that. It's also a right? tools. There is there is ranking information in the webmaster tools though. There is, but they're not. It's not available via the API yet. Uh, they also have really great backlink data, and that's not available via the API yet, so you can't pull that in. Okay. So, Roy, um, you're you're the actual SEO amongst us, I think, the, the, <laughs> between the three of us, uh, the most SEO. Um, would you th think it would be possible to just work in one tool, or do you, as an SEO, always will need several tools? Hmm. Well, it would be would be awesome to have one tool that does it all, but I think all tools have something something different that's what differentiates them, and that's most of the times the, the reason you actually use the tool. That's For, right. I don't know. I, I don't believe in. in I, I hope that I wish there would be one tool to to be to use for SEO, but I think it's going to be ending up with several tools. I mean, <clears throat> the thing I, I'm I looking for is a good crawler. Good crawler, for instance. I mean, there's there's some decent crawlers out out there, but it's not integrated in one of the well, the bigger SEO tool sets right now, is it? Well, you know, I would I would say that you know, kind of going back to what will there what will there be you know out there type of thing. Uh, there will probably be a handful of kind of tool sets. You know, where what we reference as sort of a platform, um, but there's so much room out there because of I think kind of Roy what you're I think you're alluding to, which is everybody kind of does things a little different differently than than others, and they focus on different things. And so uh, obviously there are, there are a lot of companies out there uh, trying to approach things with the same label, you know, such as link building. Uh, social media marketing and that type of thing, but a lot of them have very different approaches, and and so, uh, you know, our attitude has always been, our our software is either right for you or it's not, and and in several cases, what we've seen is there's no one, uh, I would say, provider out there that does everything that most people need, and so what I generally see are uh, I see people who have accounts with. Uh, SEO Moz and they have an account with us or it's us and somebody else or it's Moz and somebody else and and I so I still right now it's it's still developing there's still a lot of innovation going on between all of the different software companies and and so it's 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 kind of anybody's game still but at the same time whoever ends up being what we would consider to be on top I think there'll be plenty of room for other players in that space because 
because everybody's going to do it a little differently and it's going to fit um, people's processes the way they like to run their campaigns um, better. It, you know, this yeah. software company over here will do it better for them. But I, th I think in general, if you look at um, what I would see as, as a professional using tools, I would rather see that there's uh, one guy who fixed a really good ranking tool and then the other build a really good crawler. And I could use several tools that are exceptionally good instead of all the tools doing all the same stuff, but not as good as I would like them to see them do it. I mean, for instance, if I want to see rankings, I mean, I can see rankings in, in a number of tools, but I can't see rankings for um, what, what are the videos are ranking for, what are my site links, what are the other site links, what are the AdWords that's ranking for those terms at this moment, or at least in general, give me an estimate. Well, and that's, that's actually what I how to see on a scraper. We're actually that's that's how we're positioning our platform is, um, you know, we moved over to getting our results from Authority Labs. Uh, we just couldn't do it anymore. It's taking up too many resources, and it was delaying our ability to build build out all the other tools that we want to do. And and so, you know, we're we're looking at them. We're also looking at being able to import results, which we we publicly talked about, um, so that you know, if it ends up being that. Advanced web ranking is, you know, and running it on your desktop or a serv server version of that ends up being the most reliable and and best way to get your results. We want to be able to accept that data and and allow you to put that data into our system. Yeah. Okay, but it, then it, yeah, well, it, what, what I said, I mean, I'm, I'm looking for something that does with metrics or at least rankings and give me statistical data about it, uh, like you guys did or like the Authority Labs did or Linkdex does. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I, I I couldn't care less about the whole social plugin Firefox kind of thingy. I mean, that's not that's not <laughs> that's for right, me. Right, you know? <laughs> right. And in that case, see, I would yeah. So so the missing part for you is going to end up being, does the service that actually gets that data, who's really good at getting that data, provide you the views and the reports that you need? Yeah, but that that's not happening right now at the moment because they're all chasing all the same people, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, they're all everybody's looking for a small to medium business businesses. And not the really big corp or the, the really big corpus, but that's I mean, uh, servicing really big corpus is really expensive. So it's it's high end players that do that, and it's not affordable for for small to medium agencies in general. Right, you're I thinking think of of Bright Edge and uh, was it Conductor Searchlight and stuff? I mean, those are the guys that are going after. So the what we would call the Fortune level companies. Yeah, and then what's the, what's the guy uh, the guys from Germany like Search Metrics does uh, search something metrics, like that. Yep. So like, yep. And what's the, the, the the compete kind of data? I mean, mm -hmm. those guys are that's too expensive for for a, at least at least a decent mid-sized company to actually pay for that. Right. So basically, they, they kind of, you want everything at a really cheap price. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He's no, the, but I want I, I want something I, specific. John, he's done something specific. No, no, no. I want something specific <laughs> for. A good price, and not right. paying for all the crap besides it, because I don't care about all the. Well, I like it, like the fact that you guys have in it, but I'm don't like I don't give a shit about the webmaster tools integration for my part. I mean, right, right. I can log into that. I mean, I'd rather see good rankings, and then I but, drop off the rest, and I pay double the price if it's bad. If it's better, mm -hmm. I don't mind. But that's but me. I mean, I know <laughs> that's the problem. Exactly. I think. Yeah, yeah, John. Uh, what what. Um, for example, you hear Roy now. Last week, we, as we as said, there were some people who were like hilariously happy with what you did. Um, so you get different kind of uh, potential customers, so to speak. Uh, how do you guys, as uh, tool makers, um, handle that? How, who do you listen to? Do you listen to what uh, your clients are saying, your uh, potential clients? What are you looking at when people talk about this? So there, there are two things 
that help decide what we end up doing. And uh, the first one, which we've been very open about since we first launched the software, we've always, and that is, uh, we will read everybody's feedback. We will consider any and every feature suggestion that comes in. And one of the ways that we enabled that, and again, this is from when we first launched the software, that our, as far as I can remember, we had a little bug and feature icon. And, and we wanted, you know, as soon as somebody finds a bug, we want to know about it so we can squash it as soon as possible. And then the other part is, if you're on a page, if you're on a tool and you're just like, man, I wish it had this, or you could just, you know, do this other type of uh, feature, um, then they can send it to us. And so that definitely plays a, a really big role. Uh, so, so we, we, we take all that in, uh, we, uh, sometimes we'll actually, it's usually me, I will contact that particular, uh, account owner and we'll be like, can you, you know, give me more details? And sometimes it's, can you give me an example report? You know, that type of thing. And so that, uh, has contributed a lot to what we have and, and what we're building. The other component is all is our own vision of what we're what we're trying to build. So so there's the part of existing customers who are saying, "Man, this would make my life better if you had this." But there's the other part of how are we going to stay ahead? How are we going to get ahead? Um, how are how are we going to differentiate ourselves within that market? And so um, what you end up seeing is we can't we, we don't build everything that everybody requests, uh, but you do get the exciting things that you didn't know were coming. And, yeah. and so, so we, we try to strike a balance between that. So we always have sort of a portion of our development team working on making existing things better uh, based on the feedback that we're getting from our customers. But there's, there's also this other good portion of, of our sort of development push, which is the awesome new you know, big stuff, the stuff that's going to yeah. make us special. So how do you know who to take seriously and not? So how do you know if if you should take Roy seriously with his remarks, for example? Well, well, Roy's <laughs> Roy sends a feature request that immediately is deleted. Um, it's it's an automatic, <laughs> automatic filter built in there because it's you know what is he? It's Roy. It's Roy. There's a rule for that. If it comes for him, it's yeah, it's like boss. No, or this Roy, is no. round archive we have. Uh, <laughs> trash bin. So uh, so I you know I I think it's kind of common sense. Uh, we we take a fairly common sense approach, which is uh, there's there's to some degree quantity matters. Uh, in other words, we we don't just get a request from somebody and and be like, I don't know about that guy. You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure if I actually respect their opinion. You know, instead it's it's more of uh, we we look at how often people are requesting certain things. Um, we look at how hard or easy it would be to implement that. We think about, you know, is this something we could fit into something else we're doing? Is this something we could do right now? Um, does this fit into our idea of how we even want the software to work? You know, there are some things that people are going to request over and over, and it's just going to be like, well, you know, maybe in a couple of years, but that's not what we want the, the system to do right now. Um, so it, so it's, it's, again, it's a, it's a balance between what we want the software to be. Uh, it's a balance between how many people are requesting it and then uh, the difficulty uh, that that goes along with actually trying to do it. Hmm. Okay. But we, cool. I'll tell you this, we, we do keep, we have a very, we, we do keep a, our secret <laughs> uh, document that, you know, if I had a, a thousand developers, you know, I, I would still keep them busy. Uh, we, we, we very much have a uh, prioritized 
idea of what we want to do, and then we occasionally update that based on con- you know continuous user feedback. I, I worked at a, a developing company for I don't know six seven years or something as a, as, a, as a project manager. Is is it like that? Is it just a development company? Well, just not. <laughs> is it a development company which you guys are? Could you compare that? Like development company? Are we a software company? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we 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 officially are a software company. Uh, we our our developers now outnumber everybody else. Yeah. So um, so the way the way you work is similar to a development company. It might be. We might be a little more. Uh, we might scare some people who come from a fairly structured environment. <laughs> They'd be like, <laughs> "How do you make anything?" Might be their their initial reaction. But we we have our we have our own methodology that works really well for us and and one of the reasons for that is you know we we have to continue to innovate and stay ahead um, and what that means is you know we experiment and we take risks and and we um, try to build things quickly we try to build them so they're stable and they work well but but we we don't follow the methodology you would find at a Microsoft or something like that. It's it's much more streamlined. Um, one of the things that, because I've worked with with developers uh, for a good portion of my career, and one of the things that is required by our developers that I barely had at any of the places I've worked at before is they have to understand our users. They have to understand the intent of the update or the new tool they're working on. Um, and unlike sort of traditional environments where the developer is only going to build what you told them to build, uh, we encourage and actually require our developers to uh, to ask the right questions. And, mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're not doing it right if they're not coming back to me and other people on the team saying, well, what about this? Or I'm not sure that's going to work. Or let's... You know, have you thought about adding this too? Because we can plug into that. You know, a relationship here or there to this other tool. And so they're actually active. They're active mm-hmm. in the development of the tool instead of just being told what to do. Sounds like a mini Google to me. Um, we're going to <laughs> a break to get to our commercials, and then after the commercials, we'll talk uh, some more with uh, John Henshaw from Raven Tools, and we'll also be talking about, as somebody in the chat room says, searching for the lazy uh, people, uh, which, uh, what that means, you can hear after the break, and that means, Brasco, take us to the commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. 
Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Weapons of Mass Marketing. Presented by Raventools.com. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the second part of the State of Search show on Webmaster Radio. We're talking live today again with uh, Mr. John Henshaw, or as Brasco says, Sir John Henshaw. Um, <laughs> I, I have no idea why he says that, but I like it. He's so, the only person who says it. <laughs> my life. John of Henshaw to Bob. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm expecting some sort of uh, tune right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, John is uh, um, um, you, you're the founder, also, right? Of, of uh, mm-hmm. I'm one of the co-founders. Yep. Yeah, one of the co-founders of Raven Tools. Uh, we were talking, uh, discussing Raven Tools before the break. They uh, are doing some great stuff, and and how they are actually working. And as I said before the break, it's, it sounds to me like a mini Google. And what I meant with that is that the way the programmers work is that they really should. Um, be some sort of, I don't know, self um, learning kind of curve. Uh, they have to think about stuff, except for just program stuff, which are uh, is, is told them. Um, speaking of Google, I want to go into uh, Google really quickly because um, as we speak at the moment, there's a Google uh, search. Uh, what, what is this called? Search. Uh, uh, search event going on right now inside search it's called and the last time they had that it was the announcement of google instant so uh, we were quite expecting to have some uh, great big news there but um roy i think you've been following a little bit before uh, the show started uh, what's the biggest news which came out of it so far oh boy <laughs> because it's for me or for the people that watch were watching it. Well, let's start. Let's start with you. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I don't know. I couldn't care less about these features, I guess. But <laughs> maybe I'm too old-fashioned for this. I mean, it's really awesome that they do uh, six times as much uh, voice speech recognition search traffic as before. I mean, it's it's awesome numbers. But I mean, that that, that works on a mobile phone, right? Who, who's going to talk to his computer on his desktop? I mean, are you going to do that, John, in the office? Uh, what are we talking about? Instant pages or something different? It, no, yeah, it's the, that's the instant voice thing thingy. Oh, I didn't even hear about that one. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, they, they've they figured out, I mean, if you speak to your Android phone, it, it will convert that 
voice uh, search to uh, a Google query and we'll get you back in good results. And it's, if, speech, it's, it's, it's speech to text. That's what it is. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it because I have, I have yet to use any type of voice recognition that doesn't say, chew up my words. Yeah. Maybe it's my pronunciation. I'm from the west eastern part of <laughs> Holland, so that will probably suck as well. Nobody <laughs> understands him. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can't even understand myself. I mean, <laughs> no, but in general, I mean, that's what they said. It's, like, it's six times bigger than it was last year. If a voice search is growing, and we want to release it on desktop, so there's going to be a desktop tool. And actually, when there's a mic on your computer or in the search box, it's going to be released over the next couple of days, I guess. And when there's a mic, you can click on it. You can talk to your computer, and it will give you back a set of results based on the, the words you've set. And then they're probably going to pre-render your page for you because they know what you're going to click upon. At least that's what they think. I mean, put, that, put, and that's, that's what John was just saying, the pages. That's uh, the other one. Yeah, pages. The, the instant pages kind of thing. It's, it's pre-rendering the pages of uh, a search result, so that's going to be faster. And they put up some video with... Results in there, and it looks pretty awesome. I mean, if you have to wait for seven seconds before, it's, it's now zero seconds because you probably look like three seconds to to that Google result page, and then after three seconds, it, it loaded the whole seven seconds in there or something like that. I don't know how, how they're going to fix that, but I mean, well, that, I'm wondering. I wonder how that's going to affect SEO because I, I understand the the it's you know to me I see these these new features as user retention features. They're a reason to have you, one, use their browser, and two, not necessarily in that order, um, use their search engine. So, so you're sort of like, ah, I don't like going to Bing and IE because going to Google and Chrome is just crazy fast. You know, it's, uh, you're used to being able to do more. So I, I see it as a user retention feature, but it'll be... I haven't had enough time because I just announced it, but I haven't... You know, just how is this going to potentially affect um, ranking results. I mean, they're doing something interesting here. You know, what, what are they prefetching? You know, I mean, which, which results are they predicting you're going to click on? Yeah, I know. Uh, that's what I was wondering myself as well. I mean, how, how are we going to figure it out? Or is it just a, a, um, a calculation of chance? Or what, what's it going to be? I mean, and what's going to happen with, I mean, they said we're not going to include Google Analytics uh, data with it. How will it affect Omniture or log tracking or log tracing? Mm -hmm. Or maybe something you guys, some statistics tools you're gonna get, you guys, you guys are gonna bring out. I mean, it's okay if it doesn't work in Google Ad Analytics, but what? How is the rest of the world gonna handle this? Right, because you know you have you have uh, different stats packages that's not GA, mm -hmm. and and they're potentially saying you have way bigger traffic than you actually do. It's it's fascinating. Yeah, and also it's a, it, it sounds like a logical follow-up to what Matt Scott's been screaming out for years now that site speed is going to be important. Do you think that has something to do with what they just rolled out? Oh, definitely. I mean, this is what they all try to do all the time, just talk about speed, because if you talk about speed, you're not talking about rankings anymore, right? Yeah. Or is this too much of my tinfoil hat going on right uh, now? I don't know. <laughs> I, I still just, I mean, on the surface, it still just looks like user retention. It's just keeping people using Google. That's on the surface. Yeah, yeah true. I think, uh, I think you're right there. Which also uh, counts, I think, for the other thing they announced, which is uh, uh, image search from your desktop, which means that you can now, or at least, for, uh, yeah, from your desktop, you can throw in, you can actually get a picture inside your search bar so you can 
drag it into into your search bar, and it will then look up what's on your picture and give you results based on that. So it'll revolutionize. Actually, it'll revolutionize porn, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to predict my user behavior. That's going to be a fast and easy yeah, one, I guess. It is. Well, it's actually it's actually what Google Goggles is already doing for two three years, which is actually yeah. pretty cool well, to be honest. It, it is wanna, taking. I, I took I'm, a picture of a small town in Holland once, and it actually found the results, which it was. I was kind of surprised on that, but well, I think while it, I'm still wearing my tinfoil hat, I mean, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Facebook launched facial search last yeah. week. And that was a huge privacy mistake. That's what they are playing against, right? And now they launched it with saying, we don't recognize faces in this. Yeah. Um, well, that's, my that's, head says that's the only reason why they launched it now, because there's nothing new about this whole technology that they did, right? I mean, well, they've, they've, they've taken the Google Goggles technology and gotten it into uh, the web, and then yeah. they made the feature into it that you can actually drag and drop images to it, which right, actually, yeah. what, what it does, it searches for the, the URL of the image, I think. So hmm. it, it okay. checks the image and then looks out on what it, what's on it and then figures out, okay, these are the results we have to give back. Which actually, if you use it, it's pretty cool, but um, it's we not use it. as if it's completely new. I think a lot of people will use this, actually. I don't think, because a lot of people don't even know that it exists because nobody understands how this stuff works. Uh, no. <laughs> That's true for now, yeah. I, I, mean, I have, I have mo- detected... Mo- most, yeah. <laughs> I've detected the pessimist here. That's I don't know. This like this all sucks. I know he uses it. Let's go home. No, but seriously, I mean, let's. Let, I'm still a big prophet of the fact that Google is a great search engine, but they should be focusing on search and not about all this utterly crap they're doing right now. I mean, it's still hard for them to to get the whole search thing going on and keep keep going on. I mean, they're still on track, but they're losing market share every month to Bing. It's not big numbers, but still markets are losing market share. In the end, I mean, searches are growing, sure. Not, no reason to be to be falling ahead, but look at the social. They're not getting that one. They're focusing upon social. They're focusing on all the all the things around it just to masquerade the crap that they're doing at the doing that search right now. But the thing is, it's it's not about search anymore. I mean, if you, I'm, I'm looking at the screenshot right now on uh, on TechCrunch about that announcement, and uh, it, or you could just you know go to Google yourself, logged in, and you can see where they're going with this and what they're really trying to do. If you look at the menu up there, and so I've got my images, I have my videos, um, my news, my shopping, my email, my calendar. Uh, and then, of course, you know the, the drop down of more whatever, and 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 it it reminds me of I was one of the people who got one of the CR forty eight uh, Chromebooks uh, when they were testing them, and and it's this this idea of it's almost like the Chrome OS is a test to see if if can we do everything in a browser and stay in the Google world, and and so it, I don't know, it's just. When I think of Google, I just don't even think of searching it anymore. This is almost just like we're interested in it because that's what we do. But these guys, uh, think, they have this think, whole thing where you never leave Google. That's where this is going. It's really, it's, I, I completely agree with that. But look, I mean, I always do the mom test. If you ask my mom what's Google doing, she says search engines. That's it. She doesn't know anything else that's Google been doing around. I mean, she really doesn't have a clue. I mean, she doesn't understand that there's a Google notebook. I mean, it's probably because it's not here as, as well. I mean, that, that will, mm-hmm. I have to take that in, in account as well. But in the end, for a lot of people, Google is just the equivalent of good search. And I think it would be wise for them to just at least keep that thing going. 
uh, while whilst the New York Times has been kicking their ass with well, th- these are guys are spamming Google and this is a, this, these are influencing, influencing the the whole Google thing. I mean, this is they get their ass kicked every week in the media right now. Or well, it's been quite easy the last month, I guess. But before that, they were ass kicking, getting ass kickings all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it would be wise for them to still get that up and running as well. I mean, this is why the whole event is it for. But I mean, what's the new thing in search? They they kick they release Panda. Okay, great. Well, these, and these are the things that they're they're open about. I mean, uh, I also think that they're probably a fairly secretive company, and uh, you know, you even have to question as much as um, you know. Matt Cutts is an excellent spokesperson for for the search, or at least the web team. Um, you know how much more are they not telling you, and and so I don't know. I, I again, I think you're the pessimist in the room right now because I because I'm thinking <laughs> that's my role I'm in thinking, the whole show, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just thinking this is uh, these guys have a plan. And, yeah, no, uh, and I, I I I also disagree with Roy on that they're not getting social. I think they're get doing social in a totally different way, which is going to make sense slowly but surely in the next couple of months and I think uh, this is part of that and I think that the images thing they're rolling out now is actually something that there's two sides to to search right it's it's the one side it's, it's our side so to speak so okay what do, do they do to algorithms and then there's the user side what kind of stuff is easy to use for people easy to, to use in search and easy to find stuff so to speak and I think this is one of them this is fun it's easy it makes sense you're gonna see a lot of people looking for the bottom of kate middleton or something like that (laughs) (laughs) stuff like that that those people are going to use this and that's going to be interesting for google because then they can put ads on it i I Um, can tell you 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 better start looking for pippa middleton i guess Uh, it it really all comes down to (laughs) does google help me search for the bottom of kate middleton or not and how good are they at doing that and if they aren't i'm leaving i mean it's ridiculous That's probably got that, um, that. They probably got that out of my user preferences, though. <laughs> <laughs> They've got. No, but I, I, I agree in the part that sure, I'm, I'm, I'm being the whole criticaster about this, and I, I do understand that where Google's going to. But in the end, um, th- this is all good stuff. But it's not. F- I, I, sh- I think a bit more focus should be at place right now at the moment with all the press they're getting, and well, I, that's that's the point is that if you put them all together, it makes sense. Um, and not maybe not all of them. There are stuff. There's stuff in there which just doesn't make sense, and it's just Google people doing their stuff and, and having fun or something. I don't know. But um, if you look at some other stuff, it makes sense that they're doing this. The 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 the, um, the mobile stuff, the voice stuff. Mobile's getting but huge. They're not it, even it, getting into search. They're trying to get the whole mobile running. I mean, this is what they're doing: getting mobile. Not even social, not even anything else, getting mobile. Because if you have mobile, you have access points to the internet. And this is what they want to have in the, in the first place. They want to be the access point to the internet. And they're really afraid that's going to be Facebook's going to be the internet instead of Google. That's what they're afraid of, right? Mm. So that's why they want to have the whole mobile platform running and going. I and think this, the, all these features are actually mobile features that they've been using for a while. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, but. Um uh, so I, they're actually kinda, doing the same thing as Apple do, does right now, just well, bringing the mobile I mean, back I, to the computer. I don't know. I'd like to hear what John thinks about this, but I, my my view on it is that I think that the whole battle between Facebook and Google is a bit overrated, and I think they're both just going for a lot of advertising stuff, and that it's big enough for the both of them, actually. Well, I think I think so. My opinion about it is it has to do with data. 
And and so the I think it was and I'll probably mispronounce his name, but it's Robert Cringley or Kringley or something like that. Um, he had a really good article on talking about that the battle uh, Microsoft's already lost in his opinion, and the battle right now is actually between Apple and Google. And it's about who owns the data at the end of the day, who has mobile. your data, and yeah, and mobile that's provides who, the data. Yeah, well, and and it's and it's you know Google's always been about data. They have been about data since day one, uh, which is organizing the world's data, you know, whatever that thing is. And and so for them, it's if we can be the central location for all your everything, every bit of data, whether it's a recipe, uh, an article, an email message, whatever the heck it is. Uh, if you if you finally decide that we're your cloud, we're the place where you store everything, then they won. Yep. So it be beyond search. They're about it's it's really about a battle against data and who has your data and where will you get it. Yeah, but is it about winning? Well, it is for Charlie Sheen, but. <laughs> I was just like to throw into this conversation pound sign winning. All right, done. Yeah, well, we've got Pippa Middleton, we've got Charlie Sheen, we can go now. <laughs> so, it's amazing. Yeah. That's actually it's it's quite funny how search works. Today, um I wrote a po- or I didn't even write it wasn't a big article actually. It was uh, an article I put on yesterday about uh an interview which was done at SMX um Seattle, I think, with Andy Atkins Kruger, who's the international search um, uh, expert uh, on Yandex. And I was looking at my stats this afternoon, and all of a sudden, within seconds, it went from uh, uh, 20, 30 consecutive uh, viewers on the site to 200, 300 consecutive users. And that went on for about, I think, four or five hours. And they were all Russians. And they were all looking at the Yandex. Uh, article. So it's, it's just the search uh, for Yandex made that trigger. So that's how search works. Right, you know, write keywords and off you go. <laughs> but that was yeah. a sidestep. <laughs> but it's data. Is, is there actually a way to, to, try to send your audio files to Google and get a real good transcript back? There was, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I know there are services that exist. I'm not sure if Google does it. I mean, if, if they can do voice search, I mean, I would guess that I can set an MP3 and it let them make a transcript of it. Yeah, which well, is can, about the same quality as the Google Translate, probably. Uh, I was going to say, why don't you just call your Google Voice account and <laughs> and then play that. Uh, hold and then, on. And then we don't have a, a Google Voice account over and here. And then get the, the most horrendous translation you've ever seen in your life. I, mean, <laughs> I actually have it turned on just so I can have humor throughout my day. I mean, it's just pure comedy when somebody leaves me a message because it sucks. It is so <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Great. Okay, let's go to our second break. I mean, uh, Brasco's really uh, politely asking for it. And then we can bash a little bit of a Google. More. In all caps. <laughs> yeah, in all caps. Okay, Brasco, run the commercials, please. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. As you know, done yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The Cyber Law and Business Report, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the final part of the State of Search show, which um, is done by two Dutch people, and we're talking to John Henschel now, who has a Google Voice search, which probably sounds like a couple of Dutch people trying to speak English. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds just like it. Yeah, similar. <laughs> Not the same thing. <laughs> So, uh, John Henshaw, Raven Tools, um, um, we're going to uh, uh, skip the, 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 the Google announcements we, had, we just talked about and talk about another announcement which was made by uh, Google, uh, Yahoo, yes, they still exist, and uh, Bing, uh, which is uh, uh, schema.org. I don't know how do the English pronounce we, we that. Say we say schema. We say schema. Schema. Okay. Yeah, okay. schema. That's actually schema. what I asked last week on the panel. How are you going to pronounce this right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because it's, it's a like, really Dutch word. <laughs> we we say schema. It's like I don't I know. No, it might be schema because it's like scheduled over you know yeah. in England. Uh, like, okay, schema. so it has nothing to do with Barry Schwartz then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, schema dot. <laughs> dot org is it right it's an yeah. announcement made by uh, google yahoo and bing uh um, on um what well, is it big john is is schema big yeah uh i think it is uh, i don't know what other people think but uh you know it's it's really about structured data for me and how it affects seo and and so we didn't really start to see structured data until microformats kind of kind of hit the industry and that was around 
2003 or so. And nobody was really using it back then. Technorati was using it, and that's mainly because the people behind microformats were involved a lot with Technorati. And uh, and then it just really kind of had slow adoption. And, and what's funny is in, I believe, 2009, that's when people started using a particular microformat or structured data and didn't even know it. Uh, and that was when Google... Uh, started pushing nofollow. So REL nofollow is actually a microformat. And and so you know people were using that in every horrible way possible and still use it. And uh, but but the the thing was is it always made a huge amount of sense to me and I just and I just knew that there was going to come a time when when search engines would like wake up and be like, "Oh, this is like the greatest thing ever." And it just but it took something like uh, I don't know, six years or so, for six or seven years for, for them to really kind of embrace it. And I, and I think the reason why they finally embraced it can be seen in, in the way they've set up schema.org. And so the problem with microformats was it was sort of loosely put together from different people. It was trying to elegantly adapt itself into existing HTML, and it didn't really go very far. Now, if you go to schema.org and you look at the full list of what they call types, the hierarchy is huge. Uh, I mean, you, you go, they have something called things, but then it goes into another thing, and then you've got movies and everything you can think of, um, it supports. And then on top of that, what, what actually uh, defines it is based on HTML5, aka living standard HTML, what it's called now, and and so uh, you have something called like item scope and, and different things like that, and and so it's more, it's basically called it's called microdata, and it's a part of the modern version of HTML, and it's more elegant, it's uh, it's easy to expand it. Uh, because it's really just based on value values you assign it, and so this is all a really big deal because this is where I see future on-site SEO going. Meaning, if you're not using microdata in the pages that that you manage for your site or for your client's site, then you will be doing it wrong. I think it's that important. I think that um, you need to be using microdata now and and into the future, um, or you will you will be committing malpractice. <laughs> It. So, uh, Roy, you were on a panel about the future of SEO last week. Um, what is, is is he right? Is John right? You think? Oh, I agree on the part that it's going to be heavily influential for for what's going to happen in, in the future. But this is actually the whole semantics thing that's been promised for a while, isn't it? It is. I it's mean, in fact the founder, the people who came up with with microformats. This was their Web two O. So Web two O for other people was social and whatever. Theirs was the semantic web. Yeah, so I think it's great that it's finally out there. Um, what I don't like as much about it is that they don't give you a choice. I mean, the W3C is still working on the standards. They just pick one out, and it, it actually is a standard. Last week, I was reading about it, and I was, I was, well, it isn't a standard, but it actually is a part of the HTML5 standard. But that's not completely done, and it's okay for them to, to start pushing it, I think. Uh, and, and they're free to, well, to pick sites, so to say. But on the other end, I mean, I like the, I mean, the R, RDFA is mm -hmm. pretty okay as well. I mean, and that's been around, yeah, longer than microdata yeah. at least. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I th it's it's good that it is, I mean, and SEO, you should you should definitely start working with it. But on the other end, I mean, the, the way they're pr doing this, 
um, it could be more canalized through the proper channels, in my opinion. Well, I was thinking that for the listeners who don't even know sort of the purpose of it, um, I was just going to explain it really quick. So uh, basically this this structured data, the, the point of it is before what you would have is you would have a site that would have um, you know, it could have a review, it could have a recipe, it could have a whatever. And so, um, you know, if you're familiar with rich snippets, it's basically the same thing. Um, but, the, but the point of the, the entire effort here is you have certain types of data and, and, uh, and you want to communicate that to a search engine. And before structured data, it was really difficult to do that. You had to rely on the algorithm the, and, and the software that Google and Bing provide to just simply comprehend your information. But now if you are using microdata, for example, uh, there is no confusion. There is no, what is this about? What is What type of data is this? What does it relate to? There's, you, you eliminate the confusion of what you're trying to communicate. Yeah. Uh, for instance, I mean, you're talking about rel no follow. That's, that's the relative kind of thing. I mean, if you have a link, you can say it's relative to or what's the relation, actually. That I have to say. <laughs> relation. What's yep. the relation? Yeah. Um, what's the relation to it? Um, you can say friend. It's me. Like something that's Google been implementing, I think, two weeks ago. You can say if I'm the author and you're an author, uh, you're an authority in the, in the eyes of Google. For instance, Matt Kurtz, Danny Sullivan, or uh, Michael Errington. If he fails or succeeds in that, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if he's an authority or not. But uh, I mean, you can just say that it's me or it's a friend of mine, it's a coworker. It's all there. I mean, if you look at the oldest WordPress version I can remember, it's 1.5 or something like that. It was it was in there already because they were working on a related web and a semantic web in general. So, I mean, it I, it makes sense from from that perspective. On the other hand, it it just makes a lot of extra code. I mean, it's like. I, thought, I was talking to Joost about it today, and he said, oh, I fixed up a page, and it got me into 30% more code. I was like, hmm, that, that couldn't be the whole idea of it. And I think it's, it's an obese way of doing it. But okay, well, who, who am I to complain about that too much? So yeah. why now? I, I, you said, this, you I said they've been talking about this for a long time. Why now? I, I think it's because microdata presents a better solution from uh, the past solutions. I think that uh, microformats was limited in its nature. And, and when I look at you know, microdata and basically everything I set up there, uh, it's, it's much more robust for them. It fits the type of, of data model they want, and it's integrated into the living standard HTML. So I think that's why they're doing it now. What I don't understand, though, is why didn't they put it into the sitemaps, for instance, as well? Mm. I mean, they want my raw content from a sitemap, or an XML file, why not include it in that as well? That's what maybe, I was wondering. Maybe they're going to drop that. <laughs> well, <laughs> could be. Now, I don't could think be. it's going to, that, that could take a while, but I mean, in the yeah. end, it could be that they're just trying to figure it all out and put it in once. I mean, just, you get a one big XML yeah, uh, maybe. and then send it to Google. That would be the awesome way of, of sending your data to Google, right? But yep. then you've separated your data. You want your data in one place, and if that's, HTML can be that, that singular place and you can combine it into one file, then that's actually ideal to me. Maybe not to you, but it's ideal to me. And that, and that, that makes it all round because we started off talking about getting everything together in one tool. <laughs> so now I'm, it's all data again. Uh, I, I want to thank John for joining us on the show. Really, really great show, I think, John. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Th thanks for having uh, me. 
good luck with the Raven Tools. Uh, I think you guys have a show coming up pretty soon, too. Uh, you can check that out on webmasterradio.fm. We will be back next week with a live show at uh, 7 p.m. in the UK. That's 8 in Europe, uh, which is 2 p.m. on the East Coast and 11 a.m. on the West Coast. Uh, thanks again. Thank you also, Bresco and Roy, of course. And see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.